Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Life Study emphasizes the capital L life that can be found in the scriptures. Jesus himself said in John 6:63, "The words I have spoken to you are spirit and are life." This is the fruit of over 70 years of ministry by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Watchman Nee began his ministry in China in the 1920s, and it continued until his imprisonment and eventual martyrdom in the 1970s. Witness Lee brought this ministry to the United States in 1962 and began speaking these life study messages in 1974, completing it in 1995. To find out more, you can visit our website, lifestudy.com. Again, that's lifestudy.com. Now, let's join today's program. With us on the program again today is Dick Taylor. Dick, it's nice to have you back with us. Pleasure to be here. Witness Lee introduces us today to a very deep thought, and that is that although Noah could have been content with his godly and righteous life, God himself was not satisfied. Would you give our listeners a short introduction, Dick, to today's word? Yeah, this is a very crucial point. You know, uh, Noah did have a very godly heritage in a life. When you consider what he received from Adam, Adam experienced and enjoyed God's salvation. And Noah also uh, inherited godly inheritance from uh, Abel, who uh, also took God's way of salvation and was always enjoying the provision of the lambs. He was a keeper of the sheep. And he was a person who enjoyed God's way of salvation. And then you have Enosh. Wow, Enosh was somebody who called on the name of the Lord and enjoyed all that God is. What an inheritance Noah had from his background. What a godly inheritance in life. And then you you have this phrase in Genesis where they lived and they beget. They lived and they beget. So, Noah also inherited a living and a very fruitful life uh, from his ancestors. And also we have Enoch. It says, Enoch walked with God and was not. Well, this was a tremendous godly inheritance. And you would say all of this should uh, satisfy you. And, and in a sense, Noah could be very satisfied, satisfied with God's redemption, satisfied with calling on the name of the Lord, satisfied with living and begetting, and very happy with walking with God. But the point here is, was God satisfied? And uh, we have to say, no, God was not satisfied. We may have a rich inheritance, and we're very happy, we're very satisfied, but is God satisfied? No. At this point in time, God needed somebody to terminate an evil and corrupt generation, And he needed somebody to usher in a new age. And so this is a very crucial point leading into this message. And Noah was this kind of person. And that we also could be such persons. That's right. 
Thank you, Dick. Let's join Witness Lee with today's life study of Genesis. It seems to me I am fully satisfied. I don't need anything. I have been saved. I can please God and am calling on His name, enjoying all that He is to me day by day, and I am living with a purpose and begetting and bearing the fruit for God's multiplication, and I am walking with God. What else I'm sure of? I'm sure of nothing. I'm pleased. I'm satisfied. Are you satisfied? Yes, for God. God has not been satisfied yet. This is the burden that the Lord showed me. Just to see that Noah inherited all the godly ways is not adequate. With Noah, God came. God came to give Noah nearly an all-inclusive revelation. A revelation. A further revelation which Adam didn't know. Neither Abel got to know. And Enoch even prophesied about the Lord's coming. But Enoch never got the vision of the way of God's salvation to, on the one hand, terminate the corrupted generation and on the other hand, to bring in the new age. None of the foregoing forefathers saw this. It was not dreamed by Noah. But one day, God came to Noah. God came to Noah to reveal something to Noah. He saw more, much more than all the forefathers saw. He got the vision. He got the revelation. God came in to reveal to him. We all need such a revelation. Amen. We are in the same situation. Some dear ones who inherit all the godly ways. At least since the first century. What the apostles held as a godly way, praise him, we inherit. What godly way exercised in the second century, we inherit. In the third century, we inherit. In the fourth and so forth, up to the twentieth century, all the godly ways exercised in the past centuries, all have been inherited. We are inheriting all the forefathers' godly ways. But I would ask, should we stop here? Should we stop here? Should we say, look, look, we have this, we have that. Yes, we have all. We are satisfied. We are contented. But how about God? How about God's purpose? I tell you, God needs to terminate this age. God needs to have a change of generation. God needs an ark. An ark that can bring his people out of this generation and to start a new age. 
God need an ark. Dick, it seems like this certainly speaks to us as well. We have a godly heritage which has guided us to know God, at least to some degree. And we may even be content spiritually with our life. But God may not be satisfied because he also has his need. Would you develop this for us a little bit? Yeah, I'd like to try. We may have a rich heritage such as uh, enjoying Christ as our redeeming lamb and every day appreciating the fact that he died for us and enjoying his forgiveness. Uh, We also may appreciate the fact that we can call on his dear name and that we are able to walk uh, with God and walk according to our spirit. But this still does not meet God's need. Many times people, even Christians, may feel, oh, you know, I'm, I'm saved and I've been forgiven and when I die, I'll go to heaven. But we have to be clear. This concept is not accurate. Number two, this concept is superficial. And number three, it never meets God's need. God needs something on this earth today that's a testimony of him. In John 17, the Lord prayed, Father, that the believers would be one as you and I are one that the world may know that you have sent me. God needs a testimony in this earth. He needs an ark. The ark was a type of God's testimony of us as believers being built together in oneness as the body of Christ. Without this testimony, God cannot be satisfied. On his heart is this ark, which is a picture of the body of Christ for his expression and a picture of the bride of Christ for his good pleasure and his heart's desire. So, yes, we may be satisfied with many things, but actually we're never really satisfied until we enter into God's satisfaction. He needs an ark. He needs the church. He needs the body of Christ build it up. He needs this testimony of genuine oneness of the believers build it together in himself. So in this respect, we cannot be satisfied until we touch God's heart's desire. We really need a revelation, don't we? We need a revelation, yes. First of all, this age is evil. And second, that God has a positive work to end this age. Right, that's right. Let's rejoin Witness Lee. Have you got saved? Praise God. Do you have a way to please God? You do. Could you call? Yes, since 1967, we've become the medical calling on the north. Wonderful. Are you living and begetting? Yes, day by day, we are living for the Lord, and day by day, we are begetting something for the Lord. Friday. It's wonderful. Are you walking? Surely, day and night, we are walking with God. Wonderful. Are you satisfied? Hallelujah. I am satisfied. But how about God? How about his purpose? How about his plan? Do you realize that God intends to terminate this evil age and turn this age another age? So there is a need. The need of an ark. We cannot build an ark by our imagination. 
No. Noah got the revelation. God came to him. And God showed him the need of an ark. God revealed to him not only the need of the ark, but also what? The generation. God revealed to him the real situation of that generation. My, that generation was so thoroughly exposed in the eyes of God. It was also thoroughly exposed to Noah by God's revelation. Do you realize today many people, including so many Christians, are not care about today's generation? As I mentioned already, today the humankind is fully veiled, doped by all these lusts, evil pleasures, and so forth. So we need a revelation. We need that God would come to us and reveal to us the real situation of today's evil generation. We need to see this. Thank God. Years, years ago, God did come to us. I am not boasting. I am not speaking something I didn't see. Years, years ago, God came to us. God showed us the generation. God also showed us his intention. I do believe many of you have read Brother Nee's own testimony. In one of his three testimonies, he did say, it seemed to him that one day he got a dream. You know, what he meant a dream was a revelation. He got a dream, he got a revelation that he saw throughout the whole town here and there would be local churches raised up by God. She saw this. Churches raised up by God. That was a revelation. Years and years ago, God showed us that before his coming back, he would be going on and on to raise up his churches. Otherwise, he would have no way to come back. What is today's art? The churches. Dick, I wonder if you would elaborate on the connection between the building of the ark and the building of the proper church life today. Well, the building of the ark was something that was transpiring in the physical realm. All of us, or perhaps many of us, have seen maybe a boat being built. Well, this was a large boat, uh, but this building was in the physical realm. Today, the ark that God is building, and he has been working on for 2,000 years, is called the church, the body of Christ. And this ark is in another realm. This is in the divine realm, the mystical realm. It's in the realm of the spirit. Ephesians 2.21 mentions that God has a building. And then in 2.22 it says, In whom you also are being builded together into a dwelling place of God in spirit. As we believers practice in our daily life, individually and together, 
to really enjoy Christ, to contact Christ, to love him with all our heart, and to dispense him into others, both believers and unbelievers, even while we're here on this radio program, as we're enjoying Christ, taking care of him, the ark is being builded this very moment. So the church life today, the body of Christ, is the reality and the fulfillment of the ark. This is the connection between the two. One was in the physical realm, but today the ark is in the divine, mystical realm and is a building all together in the spirit. Noah paid a real price to take this way, didn't he? He really did. And Witness Lee warns us also that if we take this way to build the proper church life, we also will suffer opposition and misunderstanding. Exactly. We can expect lots of resistance. Let's return to Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life study. The proper church life and the practical church life is today's ark. That is needed for God to terminate this generation and to bring a new one. Well, Noah was telling people what God showed him. And while he was building the ark, a long time, at least over a hundred years, a lot of mocking. People would say, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Are we all wrong? You are the only one that's right. All what we do will be judged. We'll be flooded over. Only the art, the poor art you build. Well, just be patient. Time will tell you. Fraud will come. By that time, you will realize you need the art. But the time would be too late. We are just in the same kind of situation. There is a need that the dear saints in this country have to see today's revelation. What the Lord's doing today, not just to save people, not just to help people to please God, not just to teach people how to call on the, on the name of the Lord. Not just to take the lead to live and to begin and to walk with God. But today we all have to see God has intention. He has a desire. God has a desire to give the church life. We all need to see the vision to see the Lord today's revelation. What the Lord wants today? Are you going to be today's Noah? You have to see what Noah did. Firstly, you shouldn't see what he did. You have to see what he saw. He saw a revelation. He saw. It is not just to take the ways, the godly ways of the fathers. We all have to see today's revelation. What he intends today. What is his heart's desire today. Not only millions of people saved, but a wonderful church life. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah for his today's revelation. Amen. After he got the revelation, he believed. Wonderful. And he practiced it. Amen. By what way? By the way, not caring for being different. Different from the forefathers. And different also from the generation. Always the divine revelation will make you different. Always different. Daniel and his three friends were different. They were different. Paul was different. At the time of Martin Luther, he was different. Everyone that has seen God's revelation, and this revelation will make him different. Oh, you are different. Hallelujah. You got to be different. You have to be different from your cousins. You have to be different from your schoolmates. You have to be different even from your fellow Christians. You got to be different. Only the people who are void of revelation would be so common. If we have ever seen something and that something seen would make us different. Let's go to be different. Today, in principle, we are doing the same thing. We are protesting against the evil age. We are preaching righteousness. Well, we are preaching this way. We are building the culprit ark. This building with Noah was according to God's revelation. Not according to his thinking. Not according to his mind. Not according to his kind of a concept. But exactly according to God's revelation. This is why, regarding everything, eventually, we have to come back to God's revelation. Well, Dick, I feel both inspired and warned. It seems that, on the one hand, we must rise up to build the proper church life. Yet, if we do, we should expect a certain degree, at least, of persecution. What are your comments and experiences along this line? Uh, My comments, my experiences are that this is absolutely true. I was a believer for 11 years before I actually began to practice the proper church life. And up to that point, I never had anybody really opposing me, especially another believer. But at that point, uh, even some who were close to me began to resist, began to say, what's this? What's this? So just as uh, Noah, here he is in this uh, big open area, probably a desert area, building an ark for how long? Over a hundred years, preaching righteousness. And he was mocked. What are you doing, Noah? What are you doing? This is crazy. Where's the rain? Where's this, that? Everybody was making fun. And in a sense, this may be the case today too. And it is the case if we take the way of paying the price to build up the body of Christ and to not care for division, put division aside and care uniquely for Christ as our head, as our life, 
and for his reproduction as his one body, and his body would be testified in oneness all over this earth, you can be sure we will be opposed, we will be mocked. Someone will say, what's this? What's this? This is not according to the so-called traditional line. You know the traditional line for years, it came down from so-and-so, whatever. I tell you, this is the real line. The real line is from the pure word of the Bible. And this fulfills the Lord's prayer in John 17. Father, they would be one as you and I are one. We are here in the earth to satisfy the Lord, to build up the body of Christ as a testimony of the oneness of the one Christ in this universe for his expression and his satisfaction. Praise the Lord. Dick, this has been very striking, the connection and the parallel between what God was doing during Noah's time and what he is doing today, looking for those that would rise up. Yes. Thank you for this fellowship. Oh, you're welcome. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. Witness Lee ministered the Word of God for over seven decades. Many consider these life studies as his seminal work, an exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible from the perspective of the believer's enjoyment and experience of God's divine life in Christ through the Spirit. If you'd like to find more about Witness Lee, these life study messages, or any of the materials provided by Living Stream Ministry, please visit our website, lsm.org. That's lsm.org. You can also email us, radio at lsm.org, or call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. Thanks for listening today.